Hello, and welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg. Damn straight. Tonight's topics are a very exciting musical episode where we listen to The Hurdy Gurdy. Long dead medieval instrument. A quick uh, thanks to all the people who helped make this podcast work. Uh, things Greg's wife does, part two, and some new and interesting children's stories. Well, you say, never mind. You just, just, just listen to them. All right, Tyler. So I brought today a very special musical instrument. Okay. Uh, it's called a hurdy-gurdy. Oh, that's a great word. That is, and you know what? It, it should be on the, the, the list the, of the, words the, that we have. Yeah. Well, it's also, well, so I want to get into what a hurdy-gurdy is, and I'm going to play it for you so you'll be able to hear oh, it. Oh, it's a musical episode. It's a. It's our first musical episode. It's also it's a, kind of an unboxing. It's like a mini unboxing. Okay. Right? But this is a real unboxing. We have. I have a real instrument here. Yeah. I used to sell musical instruments at Renaissance fairs, and yeah. I have a lot of strange early musical instrument you know, around my house. This one's called a hurdy-gurdy. So I'm going to open it up right now, and then okay. you you react to it, and just 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 describe what you see. Okay. And then I'll, then we'll go in, and I'll explain what it is, how it works, and and then I'll then I'll play I'll play it a little bit. Okay, folks. Right. He's he's got a big right. black case here. It's it's large, and there's a. Ooh, look at this thing. Huh? Ooh, it's intricate. What it's, do you think of that? It's made of wood. It's got. Uh, some strings. It's got some little string uh, tightening thingies on the end of it. I always so. say it kind of looks like like a cross between a Klingon instrument and maybe some other type of uh, I could, some other type of strange instrument. I could see Klingon definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no knife on the end, but it's pretty uh, pretty good. What's so now? There's look. There appears to be like a screw on the end. There. Does this? Do you well, mount so this? It, it has a, it has a crank. It's one of the few instruments that has a, a crank as okay. part of the instrument itself. Yeah. Uh, it has a a soundboard. So it has a body very similar to a guitar, a folk guitar. Or yep. acoustic yep. guitar, or or maybe nowadays people may know a, a more uh, ukulele is so popular, right? Yeah. But it has a back, sides, and a, a top that's a soundboard. Okay. And then on top of that, it has a key box, and it actually has keys that are very much like piano oh, keys. Oh, those are keys. Yeah, it has has twenty something keys. It has about a you know a quarter of the number of keys on a on a keyboard that you might have a eighty eight key keyboard. No, no, um, just one sec. So there's very large keys. And those are the smaller keys. Right. So what's the what's the deal with that? So this is the. Uh, um, the scale that it's in would be the like the white keys, okay. The large keys, and then the smaller keys on the top would be the black keys, okay. The incidentals, right? So the the thing is, this is a pitched instrument. So you know, we'll get into all that later. Let me. Let, so this is how does it what sound? Is, let's let's take let's take a break, and then I'm going to set it up, and then we'll, then we'll play it, and you'll be able to hear what it sounds. What all it sounds right. like. It's it's very uh, lacquered wood. It's uh, quite nice, really. And and you've got it's, a little. But I just want to mention there's a, there's a little red tassel on the end. Well, does it have yeah, any it significance? Has, it, needed, it needed that. It's it so ornate. It really is this baroque that's, kind uh, of instrument. And then of course we needed to have a little tassel. It's almost like fuzzy end. dice, really. But yeah, uh, so okay. it is. It's the fuzzy it's dice of the Renaissance era. All right, so so we're gonna let you set up. Yeah, and uh, so we'll be back in a minute. All right. Okay, so uh, Greg is now uh, sitting in his usual spot with a seatbelt attached to the hurdy gurdy, so that we don't have a, an accident. Uh, the hurdy gurdy itself is, uh, is is a pretty impressive. Uh, Impressive instrument there. I, I heard. So you you bought this hurdy gurdy. I bought this hurdy gurdy. Alter Wind Music. Okay. Uh, a guy named George Leverett. Uh, it's a great great hurdy gurdy. Uh, sorry, I'm too far away from the mic. Uh, great hurdy gurdies for the money. I, I'm very very happy with. I've had several hurdy gurdies from him. How much does uh, hurdy gurdy usually cost? Uh, anywhere from from him or just in general. In general, you can, yeah. Uh, thousand bucks all Ooh. the way up to four thousand dollars. Wow, this my goodness. About about eighteen hundred, two thousand dollars for the one I'm going to play now. Wow! Um, all right. they're, uh, yeah, they're all hand built. Nobody is mass producing hurdy gurdies, right, so they're right. all 
you know. But let me let me, uh, let me just I'm gonna I'm gonna play it a little one string at a time, and then uh, and then I'll explain a little bit, and then I'll play a little ditty. All right. That's that's really here. Allow me to uh, applaud. That's that's a, it's a really interesting sounding uh, instrument. It's it's almost uh, to me at least the, the closest analog is almost a bagpipe. It's it's, a, it's very similar in the way it sounds. It's a bagpipe in that it has continuous sound. Yeah. So every other instrument that you play, uh, whether it's a violin or a guitar or a saxophone, you have to take a breath, or with a violin you have to draw the bow back. Yeah. Uh, you know, so there's a there's a, a sound that it makes when you're making one note and you draw the bow back. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you're Excellent at the violin. There's a workaround. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a violinist. I, I, I don't know. But no. you. You have these in a flute. You have to take a breath. But bagpipes have a, a bag reservoir, which allow uh, a constant flow of air, so the, the bagpiper mm-hmm. can inhale and still have that that output of air to keep that going. Also, pipe organs uh, in churches are the same thing, where right. they have a constant flow of air, uh, and keyboards, you know, would do a, a similar thing. But this has a, a crank at the end, and it has a wheel that's built inside, maybe a, a an a, six or seven inch diameter yeah. wooden disc yeah. and that disc uh, is being uh, spun being rotated by a, a crank that I'm that I'm working at the end of the instrument and uh, these strings are strung across the instrument and they're they go over the edge of the wheel right right I can yeah, so that yeah. wheel actually has rosin in it like a violin bow Oh, okay. So that yeah. rosin, uh, you know, that, that that wheel is vibrating the strings the exact same way a violin bow vibrates the strings in a violin. Only thing I have, basically, it, the world's lo- longest violin. I was going to say it, it, it has never that, ends. It yeah. has that that similar tone to a violin. Yeah, you know, as you're listening yep. to so it. So I'll, I'll do this. I'll, I'll play one string, and you can hear it. See, it'll sound a little. It, it has this one has uh, five strings on it. So there are two strings that are playing a melody, and three st- strings that are playing a chord. That they, they, these two strings here, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm pointing to Tyler for Tyler's yeah. benefit, but uh, there are two strings that. on this side of the instrument and one string on the other side of the instrument that play a single note the whole time. Mm. So they're playing a chord, and then the two strings that go down the middle of the instrument, they're affected by the keys, uh, mm-hmm. and they play the melody. So right now what I'll do is I'll, I'll take off all of the drones, and I'll play just the melody string, and you'll be able to hear how it kind of sounds a little bit like a violin. So that's that's one string, and then uh, it has two strings, which give it a little bit more oomph to the sound. And then I'm going to add one drone, another drone, and the last drone. And that, that fills out the sound. And then you have that pad chord behind the melody, which I'll play now. So 
So that's the hurdy gurdy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's the uh, the last thing it has that I'll mention. Uh, then we can move on to another topic. Um, or if you have any questions about it, is it has a, a little. Um, uh, it's a very small bridge for one of the drones that's loose. Okay. And what happens is when that string vibrates, the wheel vibrates that string, and at one end of the string, that string is touching a bridge, like a, like a violin bridge or a bridge you would have on a, on a guitar. Yep. But that bridge is loose, and that bridge vibrates, and it kind of like beats against the soundboard. So you have this tiny little piece of wood acting like a very small hammer that's hammering away on the soundboard and makes this buzzing noise, and I'll demonstrate that now. Oh, that's that. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Sort of. Uh, and then when you're playing a melody, you can um, you can use that to keep time with the music, mm, okay. like I like I was doing previously. Uh, also, if you get really good at it, which I am not, you can do some pretty cool things. Like I'll try to do just something something simple with the uh, with the um, the buzzing bridge. So you can get like a dot, da, 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 mm -hmm. da, yeah. da, 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 or you can just do what I when I usually play. I just go. Bzz, 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 that's just bzz, that's just, just kind of on the on the you know on the yeah. beat. On that's the, the beat button that's uh, the beat. on the keyboard. Yeah, basically. so it's yeah. it's a fascinating instrument, and that has percussion, which I just demonstrated. It has melody, and then it has uh, it has yeah. a chord behind it. It has a uh, you know. It's funny because you're you're mentioning that it's it's almost a one man band. You know, it's it, it's sort it of, is, yeah. and that's what the question I was going to ask you. Um, so you go to Ren Fairs and these things, and obviously sure. there's music there. Uh, the hurdy gurdy is it a solo or do you play with other people or so is it uh, how does the, it work? The, the issue uh, I usually play with a drummer um, that okay. might join me. Um, I'm not that good where I you know I can just pick up do a pickup band with like a violin player or right, something like sure, that. Sure. I, I actually I have it, and to be perfectly honest, I play it kind of for a lark. You know, it's very showy and it's very, it's very kind of, you know, attention getting. I'm not terribly good at it. I mean, it. the name. Uh, the the name is fantastic, a, you know. But the, the, the history of it is it, it was a, uh, you know, it, it, this has like three times as many parts as, more than that, as a guitar. Yeah. It's one of the most complex instruments that I've ever seen. And they were at, in its heyday. Uh, in the 1600s, but they go all the way back to 1100. Okay. This and and again, you're talking about a, an instrument that has an axle. It has a, a you know a, a cent yeah, it's center quite, of rotation. It's, it's quite it has uh, it has all of this. I didn't even open up this and show oh you my the God, side. Oh my God! Right? Yeah. So there's a, a lid that opens up, and you can see all the keys and all the, all the yeah. little bits that actually touch the strings and the and the way your fingers touch everywhere where your fingers touch the strings on a guitar. There's a little piece of wood at every location on the. So, hurdy -gurdy. so you're saying that the 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 technical skill to create a hurdy gurdy was actually one of the highest levels of technology at some of these periods. You know, well, it, you know, it, it had no use other than in entertainment and enjoyment. Yeah, so well, no one no one was farming better because they had a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> no one had a greater crop well, yield because they had a hurdy. You could hoe to the yeah. hurdy gurdy. You, you know, know you maybe could, you could haul water to the sound of a hurdy gurdy. I mean, yeah, there's a fertile a, something about being fertile and and. Pro, and you know maybe the musicians of the time if they had a hurdy gurdy they were it they made were, them more fecund they were making more they were fecund yeah, yeah they, that's they what, were right yeah. wow I, I think that that's that's it but Which it's is, a it's a fantastic instrument it has again it has a keyboard like a piano yeah it has strings like a violin yeah it has a a, a a percussive aspect to it it has a drone aspect to it and all of this happened in you know at 14 the year 1400 1200 yeah they they, yeah. they figured it out and I, i've always associated it with in the wintertime, there wasn't a whole lot to do. Right. Other so than figure out how to around make your hurdy-gurdy better. Yes. Yeah. And then I'll really brief. Uh, 
The hurdy gurdy, because of, of its limited range, uh, it was popular in like little small ensembles. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, as music sort of became more complex, and we got you know a, a orchestra started, a small orchestra started to form. Yeah. The hurdy gurdy got left behind because it wasn't uh, versatile enough. Poor hurdy gurdy, uh, and it it didn't didn't make it, and it became yeah. a, a beggar's instrument. So uh, because it was an instrument you could play while standing up. Yeah. Um, if you strap it around you, and you can sing because it doesn't require any breath. Right. Right. So sure. you can play the hurdy gurdy. You can sing on the street, and you can be. Um, you can you, for your you kind know, of a one man band. Basically. Uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. one man band, yeah. and you can for blind beggars. It's a, the kind of the cliche yeah. answer for blind beggars, and it was replaced by of all instruments, the accordion. I well, I can see that. I can actually see that they're they're similar enough. They do. They they're that, you know, they're, they're both keyed instruments. Yeah. And, street and they corner have, musician instruments. And, and again, if you, if you, you know the accordion, of course, never stops making sound because yep. you're either pulling it or push either pulling yep. out or pushing in. Yep. So it's a very similar. I, I can see that. And you can that, sing. You know. And it's you know if you're a street yeah. corner musician and you have a accordion, you can you know yeah. put your case out there and it, it replaced it and is much less fiddly right. and easier to do than the hurdy gurdy. But I'll never forgive the accordion. The accordion for for, for, for replacing kill, killing the hurdy replacing the hurdy gurdy. Yeah. Fascinating. Yep. So uh, for all of you out there who would like to listen to more Hurdy Gurdy that doesn't sound as terrible as what I was just playing, Google it. Um, it's amazing. It's a fun instrument. Uh, uh, Led Zeppelin had it on one of their their albums. They had a Hurdy Gurdy. Uh, Lorraine McKennett had it. Mummer's Dance was featured. Oh, I like that album. Mummer. Yeah, that's the Hurdy Gurdy yeah, in that song. Yeah. So the, it's a it's and Jack Jack White has a uh, uh, couple of songs with a Hurdy Gurdy in it as well. What about so. Barry White? Not Barry White. I know. No, no, no well, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he. What, what, what do I know? Maybe he does. He should. Maybe the, uh, I'll volunteer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. Um, well, very interesting. Thank you for bringing it here and uh, having our first music on the show, which I'm very excited about. And uh, maybe, uh, maybe we'll we'll do other instruments down the line. Yeah. Do you, do you own an ocarina? I do own an ocarina. Oh, there, okay, the next is going to be ocarina. <laughs> and you know, you know what? There's a lot of people hitting unsubscribe right now. Uh, they, they put up with the hurdy gurdy, but the well, ocarina—they're not going to do the we'll, ocarina. We'll see what our, our yeah. asset counts yeah. do for we'll, this one. Yeah, yeah we'll that's... try to keep the strange instruments yeah. few and far between. All right. So um, we had talked last week <laughs> about um, you know doing some uh, activities that are not creative outlets. Where, where, where are you going with well, this? I, well, I'll tell you. I, this, you know, this is this is an interesting thing. I uh, so I sat down. With my pen in hand, and I decided I was going to start writing some children's stories. <laughs> okay. So what I want to do, I want to bounce. I got three good ideas. I think they're pretty solid. Um, and now bear in mind, these are not the whole story. These are more kind of plot germs mm-hmm. that we're going to just we'll develop. I'll flesh it out later. Maybe you mm-hmm. could do the illustration. Sure, sure. Okay. So um, Doc let's, Smith's let's, let's, let's start off. Stories okay. for children. For children. Okay, for right. children. Now, now, as a kid, there were some stories I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the little girl no one liked because she was different. Uh, that was a good story. There was also the little engine that couldn't. <laughs> and uh, there was also... Who was, who was reading these, these stories what, to you as a kid? Well, the one I thought was good was Exploring Your Ears. You know, that, oh, that, back to the for, ears again for five-year-olds. You know, to talk about going inside your ear. Anyway, so so these are these weren't mine though. I, I remember them fondly from my childhood. The little engine that couldn't. The little engine that couldn't. Yeah, he tried to get up the 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 uh, the, the mountain pass, and he just. <laughs> the lesson just, there was, you know what? Just, Sometimes you just can't. He just failed. Sometimes you know, life is just, just, you just you working at so, a Walmart and uh, yeah, living alone, ab- ab- and that's absolutely it. yeah. So yeah. so um so the first, let me read this story for you. Okay, so once upon a time there was a little boy named Carl. Carl went to school one day. So far, so good. So far, so good. Right? All right. While in class, Carl accidentally farted. Oh. Everyone in the class laughed at him. And the teacher made him sit in the corner with a sign on his back that said, I'm a nasty little fart. 
What is wrong with you? I'm a nasty little fart. Is that is that the story? That's the story. That's, That's the, the whole story. story. Should we keep the laughing? What do you? Uh, no, we forget the laughing. I would no, Don't 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 stop the recording. Why do you find this so funny? Because, because it's a story about shame. And humiliation. I mean, you are a, definitely half Catholic, that's, half Jewish. That's a, you know, you're a dirty little boy because you fart. You know, that's the. That's oh my the, God, Tyler! You really. You, I think the, you have a problem. I, I, you know, I do. I have farted too. A that's fart. the other thing too. It's it's terrible. And are you admitting it's, now? It's, I am admitting now As that, a, that it's happened. But yeah. The, yeah. the kid farts. Yeah. The teacher puts him in the corner, in the corner with, with a, sign a sign that says, says "Say it, say it without a, laughing, if you can." I'm a nasty. <laughs> You are really, you are really broken. You know that. I don't understand why you find that so because funny. Here's what I think is funny about it: is because when children read this story, they'll realize it's not, it's not. A, <laughs> I have never seen you get like this. No, don't stop recording. This is revealing a lot about. No, we know you like the poop joke and the fart joke. Now the children will know it's not okay to fart. Oh, Tyler. Okay, right, right, sorry. I just, you know, I knew I couldn't do this, but but I but I tried. Anyway. All right, so that was one idea, but you don't like that idea. Okay, so we'll... So we'll just the, it, all right. You're revealing a lot about yourself. I, I think so. Well, this is therapeutic, right? This is very therapeutic. It's, it's therapeutic. podcast therapy. It's podcast therapy. All right, so, all right. For, all right, so forget the so farting. Forget right? the farting on one. To, we'll move on to the next one. Right? Go on to the next okay, story. Okay, here's, here's the next one. Okay. All right, so once upon a time, there was a young girl in Ireland... Okay. And she so was, far, so good. She was walking through the enchanted forest. All right, I like it. And in a forest glade with a toadstool circle, mm -hmm. she saw a little man dressed in green dancing happily around a pot of gold. Okay, so so, so pretty conventional. So the, we the, like the it. The little girl said, "Wait a minute, this is this is a leprechaun." So she snuck up behind him and grabbed him by the toe. Oh, be young lass," said the leprechaun. You caught me by the toe. I'm going to give you a wish for that. And we all, the little girl said, I'm going to get a wish. I'm gonna get a wish. She goes, I wish for world peace. Suddenly the leprechaun shrieked, incinerated, and turned to a pile of gray ash. Suddenly, Titania, queen of the fairies, appeared. Oh, said Titania. He could only grant little wishes, like an ice cream cone, or maybe true love. But your wish was too big, and it destroyed his soul. The end. You are a horrible person. What? 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 I think that was that was funny. Was, no. What's the lesson it, there? Well, don't you be careful what you wish for, right? I mean, that's pretty good, right? I, you know. Oh, just, you know, uh, just you know. I mean, you shouldn't be greedy. I'm not, I'm not buying any of your world, children's stories. World peace is, is greedy. I think that's that's a greedy. Oh, so that's it. World it's, peace is it's greedy. World is a greedy yeah. wish. It's too yeah. much, and you'll kill a leprechaun. Yeah. All right. All right. So now the now the. How many leprechauns died for world peace? Oh my uh, God, Tyler! So, so here's the here's the third one. This actually yes. was interesting because this had something to do with my own life that actually happened. Um, once upon a time, there was a little black bunny who lived on a beach in Florida. You're like, so far, so good. Okay, we're okay, we're yeah, fine. Okay. Yeah, so far, so good. So one day, the little black bunny met Harry, the big Dalmatian dog. Okay. The little bunny and Harry played. The very next day, the little black bunny changed his name. To dog shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, he, he ate him and then he pooped him out. That's why he changed his name because he was. You are. This is. You are an. Odd, I don't is, understand what your problem is with these stories. I, I don't understand the story. <laughs> well, it's a, you are a, a damaged, <laughs> sick, 
horrible person. Wow. Well, so what you're saying is these are not good grist they for, are for children's children. They shouldn't stories. even be in the podcast. Shouldn't even be in the podcast. No. They're not going to should, be should I, and they're not going to be in this podcast. Should I edit? That's a pretty low bar. Should I edit them out? Well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> well, I'll uh, get working on some new ones. But ideas. I'm going to tell you that Tyler Story time with Tyler. Yeah. This is the first and the, the last, last installment of this. I'm not going to be be asked no. back to do these stories. <laughs> I'm not asking that's, you back. Okay, well, you know. I might ask you to leave. Ask, okay, that's fine. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was worth a shot, so creative outlets. Over the uh, the time that we've been doing this podcast, um, we've had help from people, uh, and I just want to just go out and thank uh, everybody who's been involved in this. Um First of all, uh, Brian Laferte, yeah, absolutely, uh, yeah. who, who's uh, Small Hall Studios. Uh, you may have heard him mentioned at the end when I, we talk about our, our uh, web and computer mm-hmm. technical person. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been amazing with us. Yep. Uh, it's like, oh, uh, Brian, we recorded some goofy sh- stuff. Yeah. Can exactly. you help us you, get it out? And he does. The, all, you know, I remember. Can you help us make it work? I sat down and watched the um, the how to do a podcast. Um, uh, thing on YouTube, and I was by within two minutes, I was so bewildered with the hosting and and all these things about how to like you know Meta, get this, metadata, you know, put metadata, and, and you put it on the Amazon mm-hmm. account, and then you have to pay. You know, it, it, I was just like, I don't know what's going on. So Brian, uh, being extremely good mm-hmm. at the technical side of things, has uh, really helped us. So he uh, set up a tracker. Uh, that allows us to kind of see how many hits we, we've been oh, getting. Oh, I know. And, and I know and, because uh, I, I obsess over. Yeah, it. I check it. You know, 30, 40 times a day. You know, yep. uh, so he's he's good. But it's it's good for trends and just to kind of know you know yep. what episode is doing what and everything else. So 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 big thanks, Brian. Um, you've done. He's also uh, our our most uh, honest. And, uh, and and cruel uh, critic. Yes, he, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. He's, when I, he's yeah. brought me to tears on more than one yeah, occasion. Yeah, he, uh, he definitely has. He yeah. also, by the way, uh, set up the website uh, with our beautiful mannequins and CPR dummies and everything else. So, uh, uh, but a lot of help from him, and, and we really do. I think do, that uh, uh, you know, plastic uh, uh, dummies is our this is the theme of the show. That's yeah. It's it's sure it, it works. Hey. Hey, Varpus. Oh, we got to do a shout out to Varpus. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Varpus. Yeah. So yeah. listen, Varpus uh, is doing great, uh, as, as you know. He's, he's really he's really stepped up his game. He stepped up his game. He, you know, he was a little distracted after his mom had her screen out, uh, but that's over. She's doing she's doing well. And he's been here. Varpus has been with us, getting us lattes, checking facts on uh, Wikipedia and, uh, you know, adjusting the, the AC in this place to, to keep us dry. Uh, and it's been amazing with him. So Varpus, thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks. Thanks, Varpus. And, uh, you know, and then uh, finally, um, I, um, uh, both you and I had gotten some uh, some feedback uh, that the podcast is too soft. Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, my voice is generally softer. Annoying. At, well, yes, no, but, but that, also softer that's, than that's your voice. That's not what the criticism uh, was? No, the criticism is that uh, particularly when people listen to the podcast in a car, uh, it becomes very difficult, particularly to hear me. Uh, and what happens is people are jacking up their uh, volumes all the way up to, to 11, and uh, then they can sort of hear me, but it's it, even then it's difficult. So um, I, That's uh, because you're, just to, so people know why, yeah. it's probably because you're you're a little more animated when you speak, so you're, you come closer and further closer away from the microphone, to, to the microphone yeah. which makes yeah. your, your levels yeah. a little, little yeah. more difficult to deal with. Yeah. Whereas I sit here like Larry King, glued yeah. to the microphone, 
right, and uh, a little more, a little more stable. So uh, what I did was when we when we decided to do the podcast, I uh, put something on my EverQuest Guild website as, as oh, saying, you're saying such a nerd. Say, well, no, hold on, and so we, but you know, a lot of people read this website, so I, I went on. And oh, I did said, I just offend? Uh, did you, I, did I, 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 I'm a little. Well, yeah, you're, yeah, it's, that's, a, that's offensive. Yeah, yeah so sure, here we are. We're sure. trying to thank the person yeah. who did, did it. Uh, exactly right. And now you're making fun hobby. of. Okay, so anyway, All right. so so Mitch, uh, Mitch Myers is a uh, a guy who I know in the game, and uh, he actually, apropos of nothing, uh, in the game said, "Hey, listen, I'm an audio engineer. You want me to master?" your your podcast and at first i was like well you know you know he goes i'll do it for free i'm like ah oh, you got me that's the All price right, so, that's so, the price we were so uh mitch has been kind enough to go back and remaster all the podcasts we've done which we have since relaunched um uh, you know with with yeah. itunes and stuff so, so so anybody getting on it now will be able to hear it uh, properly mastered yeah. with with good sound yeah. so, so we're very so thankful to i know mitch i've, I've never in, met mitch but thank you very mitch, much mitch he, it was very helpful mitch put in about five yeah. and a half hours of free free work for us so i yep. want to thank him and uh, he actually will continue to help us with this uh, which is great so we'll send him the uh, transcripts to the podcast yeah uh, varpus varpus get get on that get typing get on. Varpus looks a little lost right now. Uh, he'll he'll be okay. We'll take him out. We'll get, we'll get him some fish. <laughs> is that what his problem is? He's, he's, he's he his fish, fish levels are low. He's uh, right now. He's he's shaking his head no. So I guess maybe he wants something else. Uh, but anyway, thanks guys, and uh, you're making this possible. So uh, again, one of these podcasts we're going to talk about my trip to uh star wars celebration with my yeah. wife which is the big the big con that you they keep have. teasing me with it i know it's a bit well you know what it deserves its own thing and we got to think about it and figure right, out okay. so not that we ever prepare anything on this podcast but uh so my wife and i went pretend to, to Ar- imagine does one take one take one take pretend to imagine so my wife and i went to orlando and went to um uh star wars celebration and we met the star war the i'm sorry the r2d2 builders club oh right 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 it was MIT, amazing. Right? No, it's just people all over the all over the country that oh, all over just, the world that build. They build robotic people. They just. build uh, full size versions of R two D two. Yep. And the the bottom line is they're building R two D twos that are better than anything that Lucasfilm has built. <laughs> well, of course. Well, now hold on. Now wait a minute. Now, now that was that was back in seventy six. No, no, mean, no, no, no. Robotics technology has come a long way. Well, you know. The, well, to be fair, Lucasfilm was not building robots. They were building props to act as a robot on yeah, film. Sure. Right. So the R two D two Builders Club, they're building robots that are actually remote controlled mm-hmm. and doing all the tricks and things and the panels that open and the lights and the sounds and everything, all in one in one remote controlled bot. Right? right. But these things are made out of machined aluminum. Yeah, uh, there, there. You know, there's tons of electronics inside. These things can run anywhere from three thousand to twenty thousand dollars. Oh my god! Per, per holy uh, cow! Yeah, and uh, they're super amazing, and they're just they're they're. So, as somebody who likes to tinker and make things and make costumes, uh, I decided that I was going to make one. Oh, by the way, um, um, we didn't mention the, the the name of this of this segment, which is this is. The second installment of things Greg's wife does. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So no, no, hold on. Wait a minute. Let me just back up for a minute. Now, the first one was about the chicken bones. The chicken bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. So this is another things Greg's this is, wife. Does. This is okay. another. This is the the preamble. The the the, the introduction to the the, the next things installment Greg's wife of things. Does. Okay. All right. Yeah, so. Yeah. 
we go down to the con. I see the R2G2 Builders Club, and I start freaking out. Yeah. And I'm like, I want, I want to build one of these things. Can you, can you make an R2D2 that has the taser in it? Remember? He yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And they, they've done them where they actually put a real taser in there. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who build and they have a genuine, oh real, real god. taser. You really can tase. Yes. Uh, so I want to build one of these things, and my wife is like, hey, sure, you can build one. That's that's kind of cool. So you know, and again, this is like a. Three thousand dollar project at a minimum over like two year a two year period. So this is a big yeah. big project. So we get home and life goes on. And I look into buying the the materials to build R two D two. And they're they're these short runs made by pe- by club members. They're not made by some big big company. Right. You don't, you can't buy a kit. You have to buy a little part here and a little part there. And how you choose to build and the materials are all very personal. Yeah. So. I decide I'm going to build one, and you, you usually start with a dome, and they're not they're not going to sell domes until you know, a month or two from right. when I wanted to. So I'm kind of bummed and everything, yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden I go up to my office, and I have a big work table in the middle of my office. There's a box on the table, wrapped in brown craft paper, a little you know maybe you know a foot tall and eight yeah. inches by eight inches. On the, and I'm like, what the hell is this? I don't know what, what this is, and I grab it and look at it, and written on the craft paper, it says, no dome, no excuses, get building. Really? Yes. Uh, and then I I open it up, and it's a Kotobukiya uh, R2Q2, which is a uh, special R2D2 that you only can get them. It was a, 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 a unique for, I think maybe Barnes & Noble uh, yeah. had it. And uh, it's this very high-end collectible uh, R2, it's a, not R2-D2, it's a R2-Q2, which is, it's the same R, uh, figure, but it yeah. has a different paint scheme. He was in the very beginning of A, of a New Hope. Yeah. So she bought me this awesome, amazing, high-end uh, collectible R2-D2 type of a thing in order to push me to, right. hey, get building, you know? And again, this is something that I'm going to do that's going to cost thousands of dollars and a lot of my time. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe she's like, get building so you can go away. So you away. can go, go off go in some up, other place no, that, and leave me alone? That's not is it that, that that's not it is? No. Well, that's no, things no. Greg's wife does. She's amazing. She, she kind of supports my weird hobbies. She and, does, yeah. And, uh, and all well, did you, say, you said the other time, you know, you were watching YouTube and you said, uh, smelting. And she said... Good, get smelting. You know, no. something like that. It was like <laughs> not smelting. welding, welding. No, welding. this is well. Well, that, that's the chicken bone story. Yeah, was welding. at the end, it was welding. It, it was, was welding. smelt. I would have smelting. smelting. I'd like to see you smelt something. You know, that's, yeah. didn't we talk take, about smelts earlier? Take some. That's, no, that's that's, a, that's the, different. The, that's the fish. Right? That's okay. different. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's awesome. You know, that's just great to hear. Yep. Megan, Megan's all, Megan's amazing. You yep. know. So, uh, maybe someday we'll we'll get to hear about uh, her costuming for Star Wars Fest. At some point, but uh, that that's oh, pe- she that's made a very pending, special crazy pending, costume. That's pending Megan's approval. Pending Megan so, approval. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So anyway. You've been listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg, and we want to thank you for listening. Uh, we had a really interesting episode today. I got a chance to play the hurdy gurdy, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah, really neat. I apologize for the squeaking. It's a it's a kind of a finicky instrument, and it you know needs needs some some care. But uh, it was a neat instrument and a very unusual. It's one of my favorites. And uh, we talked about um, things things my wife does, yeah. things Greg's more wife does, things more wife things does. Greg's yeah. wife does, and there's even more than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's she's amazing. Um, and what else did we talk about? One more thing. Well, I did. Pitch oh, some, we did. We thank we thank the people that help us help yes. us do the podcast. And I also pitched some children's. Oh, jeez. Hey, I had fun. The first and last. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. 
Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine, and visit our website, as you've probably guessed, at pretendtoimagine.com. Web designed by Small Hall Studios, produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. If you can, please give us five stars to get the word out about our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending. <laughs>